Hey everyone, this is Adam Helfman. Welcome to my podcast, Contractor Therapy. This is where we teach you lessons in the home improvement business from the contractor from hell point of view or the homeowner from hell point of view. We're going to teach you some anecdotes, what not to do, how to avoid problems, and have all kinds of fun listening to this podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Um, today's podcast and support for our podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. During this whole uh, downturn, COVID controversy and headaches around, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans has been there 24-7 for you. And if you ever have any mortgage issues or help, give them a call. They uh, will take care of you. So today's episode is pretty unique. We're going to be talking about excuses homeowners make to not pay the bill. <laughs> And also, of course, I'd like to remind you, joining me on today's podcast is Roberto Beauchene and my friend Paul Sarah. Hey, what's up? And so, guys, uh, you know, from the homeowner's point of view, it's the golden rule. And what do I mean by golden rule? He who has the gold makes the rules. So if the homeowner's making the payments, they have a right to not pay. But I have seen in my career some homeowners go way overboard and just completely crazy. So I just want to share a few stories and how to avoid it. I mean, if the guy, if here's my scenario, if, if the guy is not like pressuring me, like right after the job or right, you know, yeah, I, mean, I might kind of drag my feet a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, here's the thing. Some right. guys aren't like that, but I, but I respect a guy that would be like, listen, I need to get paid on this day. Well, here's you the know? thing. That's a great point. So let's talk about basics 101 home improvement. If you hire a contractor to do work for you, let's say there's more than one payment. Okay, it's the contractor's responsibility to tell the homeowner, Mrs. Jones, I want X amount deposit. I want X amount when I start and then X amount on completion. And so that basically gives you the timelines. However, you go to McDonald's, you go to a store, you give your stuff, you pay right there. And by the way, when you when you use the contractor, he's not a bank. He's relying on you paying him. Because that's what it is. So those are the basics of the job. But however, now let's go through how this goes. So let's give an example project and let's talk about payments and why homeowners don't pay. Bathroom and kitchens. We use those a lot because that's the highest percentage of projects that we get here. So you do a kitchen and you ask the contractor, hey, Mr. Condor, how long is the job taking? He says, oh, I'll get done with this kitchen in less than 12 weeks. Okay, no problem. So the right contractor says, okay, Mrs. Jones, I need a deposit today on your, let's just use uh, $40,000 is the kitchen price. On your $40,000 kitchen, I want a 10% deposit. No problem. 10% of $40,000 is $4,000. Now, he should spell out for you the next bunch of payments. My next payment, Mrs. Homeowner, is when I apply for your permits. And that, when that comes, I need 20%. So 20% of your $40,000 job is eight grand. So you gave him 10, you gave him 4,000 as a deposit. Then you give him 20%, which is 8,000. So now you've got 12 grand you've paid him and he's only applied for permits. So now as a homeowner, you're like, oh boy, that's a lot of money I've given him. But you got to understand, a contractor has to order the cabinets. The cabinets are about the highest priced part of the job besides the labor. So the cabinets could cost 20 grand could cost 15 grand. So really, he's got to order those. Now, most contractors have credit, but most contractors have to pay a deposit for the cabinets. The cabinets could be 50% of the cost of the job? Oh, absolutely. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you understand that's the biggest part of it. So you think about that. Um, you've got the cabinet cost. You've got the cost of permit, permit on average 
project like that, it's a thousand dollars. So let's say it's twelve thousand for the cabinet. And let's say it's a thousand for permits. He's also got a he's got overhead. He's got his time. He's got a salesperson designer. He's got to pay. So really, you're not ahead of him. And then the next two payments are when the job when the when the uh, cabinets arrive and when the per, when the if, uh, inspections are done and then final payment. You need as a homeowner to make sure that the payment schedule that you see is done in a way that you're happy. Now, when the contractor tells you in the beginning, oh, it's going to take 12 weeks, every homeowner, I tell them, every one of them, ask the contractor, okay, Mr. Connor, just a quick question. What are you going to do if the job takes longer? Are you going to compensate me? Are we going to discuss it? Is there any penalties? And if the job takes less, are there bonuses? So that way, everyone's discussed it because here's what happens. Let's use a kitchen example. Cabinets come in, five cabinets, and there's like, let's say there's 25 cabinets. Five of the 25 are damaged or the wrong size. Now, cabinets are mostly custom order. They're not like stock. So what happens? Homeowner has to now wait for new cabinets. That 12-week timeline, out the window. What if the cabinets are installed wrong and ruined? It's the contractor's fault, Right. He's got to order new cabinets. That's on his dime. Are you entitled to compensation as a homeowner for the job taking longer because it was, it was a mistake? People make mistakes, but he didn't charge you to fix it. He's fixing it. So no, you're not entitled to money. This is what happens in home improvement because your kitchen is your kitchen. Not the same kitchen that your neighbor has. Not the same. Maybe the same colors, but it's never the same. So now you get the cabinets and he puts them in. Now you got to do the granite tops. Granite takes 10 days. You went out and picked a granite top at the beginning of the job, right? Because that's what you do. And the builder said, oh, get it done right away. Well, because of the delay, they sold your top. And now you got to pick another top. Oh, the one you want's not in stock. Now your 12-week kitchen job is at 20 weeks, okay? Finally, 20 weeks later, the job's done. Final payment is 10% of the job, right? He breaks it into payments, but the last payment, 10%. 10% of that $40,000 kitchen is four grand. Contractor comes to the home and Mrs. Jones, how's the kitchen? Everything looks good. Yeah, love it. I need my four grand. Then there's silence. <laughs> the homeowner's like, well, well, what? I got to be honest with you, Mr. Contractor. Yeah, we like the kitchen. It looks beautiful. However, here's the music playing right now. However, <laughs> we don't want to pay you because it took too long and it cost us money. Well, how did it cost you money? Well, because we didn't have a kitchen for an extra eight weeks, right. we had to eat out. <clears throat> we had Domino's, and we had Little Caesars, and we had takeout to go, number nine, takeouty. We had all that. And so we, we actually spent $1,000 in food that extra eight weeks. We feel you should pay for it, Mr. Contractor. And as a contractor, you're like, wait a minute. You're going to tell me the job took longer. Not on purpose. I didn't plan it this way. But you're going to ding me $1,000 because you feel like you had that. Well, Mrs. Jones, I earned my money. I didn't guarantee the job would take 12 weeks. I told you for my opinion. And I feel like you should pay me that money because that's my profit. And I have a mortgage. And I have to eat. And I have to pay my family bills. So you have no right to take that money from me. So now, who's the right, who's the wrong in this situation? That's the issue. What do you think, Roberto? <laughs> There's got to be some work. You know, you've got to meet in the middle somewhere. I mean, well, come on. Well, that's the problem is the, t the contractor earned his money. He didn't do it on purpose. Every job takes longer. That's the issue. What do you think, Paul? 
I think, well, to me, that in that scenario, the homeowner, to me, comes across wrong because the contractor did his job. Yeah, it took a little bit longer, but it's not like he did less of the job, so he should still make the money that he was supposed to make. Right. It's not like he quit with, like, three things needing to be done still and wanted the full price. That's exactly right. So you get it. In my situation, as an expert in the home improvement industry, I'm going to tell you right now the homeowner's wrong. The homeowner owes the full amount. That's the bottom line. And, and, the entire, and the contractor's entitled to. If your surgery at your doctor takes an extra hour, oh, well, you'll be in and out, no problem. <laughs> You're going to ask for a discount on the bill? If the, if the guy puts new brakes on your car at the mechanic shop, he says, I'll be ready at noon. And he says, hey, we couldn't get one of your, your uh, lug nuts off because it was soldered on, but we ended up getting it off. Had to use a special tool. We didn't charge you extra, but it's, you can't come till tonight. When the cable company you know, says, oh, you know, we're two hours late, sorry, what you don't get. It's just the way it is. Yeah, because in your scenario, it doesn't make sense because it'd be like if you took your car to the shop like you were saying to get your brakes done and the guy said it'll be done in two hours and it takes three hours – and you walk across the street to Wendy's, you don't come back and hand him the bill and say, you owe me this $10 from Correct. Wendy's because I had to wait longer. <laughs> so, again, the, the moral of this story, actually, is it comes down to communication with the homeowner. You need to tell a homeowner right, right up front what to expect. And you need to say to them, hey, listen, there are times the job takes longer. Now, if you get that asshole homeowner who says, I want 12 weeks guaranteed. And if it's not done in 12 weeks, I want $100 a day off the job. Okay. So what I say to homeowners is, um, what I, how I solve that bonus clause and penalty clause, I'll say to the homeowner, okay, you want, you want $100 a day discount? No problem. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give each other a 30-day grace period. So, Mr. Homeowner, it's 12 weeks. If my job takes over 12 weeks, I get 30 days extra before you get a penalty. So day 31 over 12 weeks, that day's $100. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Now, if I finish the job before 12 weeks, I have to finish it before nine weeks in order to get a bonus of $100 a day. So I'm giving you 30 days. I have to get it done 31 days early to make 100 bucks. So there's a benefit. Now, most homeowners, when they hear that, they're like, ah. No, forget it. Because they don't want to pay extra money. Can you imagine saying to the contractor, I got it done in six weeks, called the factory, paid extra, and said, I want my cabinets immediately, and drove a truck to pick them up, and then on site built it and did an extreme makeover? Homeowner was like, whoa. Yeah, you owe me $100 a day for 30 days. I got an extra 30 days early 
Mr. Homeowner, you owe me $3,000 on top of the cabinet. Is it worth $3,000 more to get the job done a month early? I don't know. I don't know. Most homeowners are going to say, no way. I just Let's go with the 12 weeks. Do your best. But there you are. You're setting expectations. So how do you handle the homeowner says, sorry, you don't like it? Sue me. Because the contractor, once you install material on a job, you can't take it back. It's like I one time did that. I said, I'm taking my cabinets <laughs> off the wall. I'm taking my deck. And I had sent guys there. She called the police. <laughs> Before they got any of the work back, the, uh, the police called me and said, listen, once you install product, you can't take it. It's theft. Send your guys or we're going to arrest them. Oh Send them God. away. I said, guys, go home. <laughs> oh but the homeowner was so scared. I said, listen, when the cops leave, I'm coming back. I don't care. And they're like, oh, well, let's work it out. But here's the thing. You owe the money. Now, how do you not owe the money? Some homeowners are like, screw it, I'm not paying it. So what does a contractor do? What is a contractor's rights? What can he do? But our, to... our excuse is made more on the higher-end jobs or the just everyday painting the walls in your house or a plumbing job or something. It's a very good question. So excuses come in every form. You've got a rich client who will find every reason to not pay you because they're so rich. You've got the poor client who can't afford it and will find reasons. You've got the medium client. It doesn't matter. They come up with reasons. However, statistically, from my experience, jobs that have more than one trade, jobs that are more than one day, like a roof is a one, two-day job. Right. Plumbing repair is a one or two-day job. A kitchen is 12 weeks. A bathroom is two weeks, right? right? Those jobs that have multiple trades, a plumber, a drywall, or electrician, have more percentage of incidents where it makes it to the homeowner says, whoa. I don't like the hot water. I don't have enough hot water coming out of my thing. I'm not paying you. That's why it's statistically higher if you have multiple trades but, doing a job. But as a homeowner, let's say I'd, I have a $1,000 drywall job, okay? Yeah. Is it is it okay for me to say to the contractor, hey, listen, I, I just don't have like $1,000. I mean, can we split it up into three or four payments or something? That's a great, great, great point. So here's the thing. Again, back to the beginning. Contractors aren't banks. Your responsibility is to, when you hire someone, is to know that you have the money. Now, is it wrong for the contractor to ask you, hey, do you have the money? That's, in, that's almost insulting, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially if the contractor or the homeowner is, right. you know, someone else. But I would always ask that up front. Right, like, of course. Do you, you gotta... offer a payment plan of any right. kind? Oh, Mrs. Jones, you want to break it up into payments? No problem. Here's what we'll do. If you can't afford to pay me at the end... Pay me 10 equal payments once a month over 10 months. Right. Now, here's what I used to tell contractors how to get your money. Because I've had homeowners say to me, it's happened to me. I'm not paying you. Why? Job took too long. I'm not happy. Are you happy with the work? Yeah. Are you happy with the quality of everything? Yeah. But it took too long. I'm not happy. Are there any signs that like sort of like give you the feeling like, okay, they're going to be a problem trying to get the money from where you know ahead of time, you can sort of like tell as the job's going on maybe? I or? wish that were the case. I had homeowners who were delightful when I met them, <laughs> when I showed them the product, and they were so excited. They signed the contract. Let's go. This is so exciting. The minute the contract was signed, the next day they were the devil. And then I've had homeowners that negotiated and beat me up, and I kept saying, to them, I don't know if I want this job. The minute they signed the contract, they turned into a fairy. Oh, this is the greatest. You're the best. We love you. You know, you want to, you want dinner with us? You want, you know, and I'm like, this guy was beating me up before the job was done. Now that he signed it, he's a, he's an angel. Well, probably because like some people would probably like take a, a home equity loan out or something, right? Yeah. Now they had that cash. They're all excited to redo their kitchen. 
and but they still have some of that cash in hand, and they're yeah. probably blowing it, yeah, knowing tub. they owe you money. They go get a hot tub. <laughs> so, listen, they get a new car. And your kids not even done yet. Yeah, right. That's that's happened to me. Yeah, I think I've that's Greg Big one. So here's here's the situation: when a homeowner says you're not paying you, and you've done nothing wrong, you have a couple options. You can sue. That when anyone sues a contractor or a contractor sues a homeowner, you lose money. Everyone loses. The guy, even the attorney, makes money, but he doesn't make a lot of money. Then you have the option of putting a lien on the property against that, and then hoping the homeowner's fearful enough to just pay you to get the lien off. Here's what I know works best, and this is a little secret from my experience. And I'm going to share this with everyone: homeowners and violence. But no, I love. It. <laughs> this is le- I'm, we're going to keep oh, it legal okay. oh. on the illegal side. It's violence. Okay. Yeah, that's when you send you know the right guys. Oh. There's another podcast for that, right, oh, Roberto? Uh, yeah. So here's what you do: you say to the homeowner, you send them a certified letter. And you say, dear Mrs. Homeowner, per our last conversation, you did agree to me that the work was good, that you loved the kitchen, that you were just upset that the job took too long. And the $3,500 that you owe me is the final balance. You refused to pay because the job took longer. So after reading that and thinking about that and after mulling it over, I want to let you know that I disagree. And I wrote writing you this letter to let you know that I'm leaving the file in my on my books as an unpaid file and in order to make the file go that it's paid you have to pay me if in the future you need a warranty claim if the drawers warp if the door gets bad if you need something done regrouted or any caulking or anything that you want me to service for you just understand because your file is unpaid for you have no warranty your warranty gets activated from the day we finished only after you've paid me so if you want your warranty from the manufacturer, from everything we've done, you have to pay me. If you don't pay it, no problem. You have no warranty. And I'm registering this, and I'm registering it as also a lien. Call me if you would like to discuss this any further. Yeah, can't you go to court and then they have a claim put on them that goes on their credit report? Yeah, it's a lien. Okay, right. Yeah. So, but the point is, is most people freak, don't care about that. Most people will freak out, oh my God, I don't have a warranty. Because think about it. You know how many times a drawer will fall off or a, a, a hinge and you have to special order it and the homeowner doesn't know where to go? Or this faucet gets installed and there's a little dripping leak and they're like, hey, we got to get a guy over here or something needs to get redone, right? Well, if you didn't pay the guy, you're not going to get it done. So that's an incentive, believe it or not. I had to use it twice and both times. One time, the husband refused to pay me. The wife came over secretly and said here here's put it on this credit card you know here's a check <laughs> and don't tell my husband right and then another time they said hey you know this the laminate top was defective nothing to do with us and they didn't know where to so the laminate company says oh yeah you have to have the installer and we'll give them a free top so they came to me so they ended up having to pay to get their top but people have a lot of malice they're of ill will so you know, there's a problem when they don't pay you. But here's the other thing. How about a contractor who comes to a homeowner and says to the homeowner, all right, I'm going to do your bathroom. You pay him. You give him too much down. It takes forever. And then at the end of the job, you pay him. It's done. And he says, oh, no, 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 no. The, the last $4,000 payment, that's for the original contract. But I added all these things. You owe me another 2000 So you owe me 6000 What do you mean? I didn't agree to any of that. Oh, no, I just did it because it was rotted wood. So if a contractor says, I did all this work... Who the hell would do that without telling you? More of the... Con- Same. More, Roberto, you'd be surprised how many contractors do that. 
They think you're there. Oh, they'll pay me. Don't worry. Because they're afraid to ask. So what happens is they come to you. You owe them six grand. Wait a minute. The final payment says four. What do you mean six? Well, sorry. I got to do this, this, and this. Bam. Now you're screwed. So that's the problem in home improvement. That's why the excuses that homeowners make to not pay. Now I'll give you a couple other ones too, but you got to get everything in writing. I've had homeowners say to me, yeah, we had the money. It's big time in insurance claims. Insurance claims, the insurance company writes the check to you, right? You and your mortgage company. So if you're current on your mortgage, they don't take the money. They put it in your bank account. I've had homeowners come to me and say, yeah, we went to the casino. Literally. What do you mean you went to the casino? Yeah, we took the money. We thought, you know, you know we usually win. <laughs> oh, come on. No, legit. We, we can't afford to pay you now. Or I had an emergency or my, this, my son stole the check. Okay, well, I did the work. Well, I can't afford to pay you. Now what? Support for Contractor Therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Yeah, before the job starts, your first consultation, you say, listen, do you have any gambling problems or debts? <laughs> this is very important. Yeah. Are you a big fan of the ponies? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? There you go, the ponies. But there you go. I've had guys go to the track. They've done all that. Uh, I've had it. So they don't pay. And that's why. And then if you sue a homeowner, here's the worst part. If you sue a homeowner, it's months, even years before you go to court. That's why it's so important. Again, we talk about this on the other podcast. Getting everything in writing. If you're a contractor, if you don't have it in writing, what happens if they don't pay you? If you don't have it in writing, that they, what, how they're going to pay you? And then in the homeowner. You need to know how you're paying. You need to tell him how this, and if he screws up, what happens? All that needs to be in writing. I have homeowners on a regular basis email me. I need advice. We got one the other day from the podcast from New Jersey. Someone was listening and said, uh, you know, we don't believe uh, they found drugs in our house. We think they were put there. We read your, we heard your podcast. Oh, my God. How about that? I've got to show you a guy from New Jersey. Wow. Um, anyways, so it's very important that you have everything in writings. But, you know, there's been other excuses. Oh, I forgot. I had a contractor on Hired Done uh, call me up and say, hey, this guy came from your website. We did his roof, and he refuses to pay. Can you help us? I called the guy. He's like, who are you? I go, you requested work through my website. No, I didn't. I said, yes, you did. <laughs> so we go there. We make an appointment to say, hey, look, we just want to get the money. I go on the roof, inspect it. I, I personally got up there. The rep from the roofing company was there and the rep from the uh, installer. And the old, the old man who owned the house was very, very old, like in his late 80s, early 90s. He had dementia. He had no idea what he was doing. He needed to be committed. And no how, no way could we, he was living alone. So 
we actually went into his house and said, look, we got a problem. We need to work. And he goes, I don't, you, the roof, I want the roof torn off. You didn't put it on right. How do you know? I was up there. <laughs> the roofers are like, no, he wasn't. He left. He was sitting in his garage. So I saw some mail that had the same last name. I grabbed a piece, looked the name up, and said, are you related to so-and-so and so-and-so? They're like, yeah, it's our grandfather. I'm like, do you, does he live alone? Yeah. Well, we have a problem. Can you help us? Oh, what's that? Well, he hired us to do a roof. We did the job. It's inspected. We pulled the permit. Everything's fine. He claims that he doesn't want the roof now, and he claims he never ordered it. We don't know that. Oh, he's got dementia. Hold on. My mom handles it. The mom came over, had the court had to write us a check. We didn't go to court, but it was a court-appointed uh, person. But you get, you get all kinds of crazy reasons not to get paid. Can you imagine doing a job in the middle of COVID? Or before COVID hits and you got to get your last payment, the guy's like, oh, well, I, can have, I lost my job. I can't pay you. I mean, there are some serious, legitimate, you know, jobs. So it's really a risk. and you got to be really careful. Do you have, like, certain forms of payment you accept? Have you ever been like given a check and you leave the job and you think, okay, we're good. They paid everything up and then the check bounces or do they Many have to times. have money order or? No, check. We check, check, cash, credit card. doesn't matter. You write a check. It's illegal if it's not. A, you write a check. You have to write a check that has money in the account. If the check bounces, that's illegal. Now, it depends on if you just was a mistake at the bank. You just didn't, your, your tax refund. Like we had someone say, hey, I don't get my tax refund yet. Um. Can you can you wait till I get my tax refund? And if it's like, okay, did you apply for your taxes or whatever? And like, yeah, if it's like an extra 30 days, not the end of the world if they pre-tell us. Right. But we've had bounce checks. And, you know, I've had a guy write a check. Oh, that was my old account. Sorry, I missed out. You know, you write a check on a closed account. That's all illegal. But most of the time, it's not by purpose. <laughs> Have you ever been in business with somebody where at some point you just say, listen, stop with the writing of the checks. I know they're no good. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No. I will not take a check from you. I've never, thank God I've never had that. Um, crazy, but as you all know, that's what happens. So um, anyways, so the moral of the story is if homeowners use excuses not to pay and contractors use excuses to tell you why the job took longer or to ask for more money, this validates why it's so important to get everything in writing at the beginning of the job what is included, what's not included, and what happens if there is a fight. All that needs to be in the writing. If anyone ever needs help, just go to hireitdone.com, click on Ask Adam. And that's it for our podcast today. I want to thank you for tuning in to uh, Contractor Therapy. You can always uh, get Contractor Therapy at radio.com or iTunes or the Google Play Store. And don't forget, please, hit the subscribe button. We, uh, we hope you enjoy this. Uh, go to adam at hireitdone.com. Email me if you have any uh, requests. We'd love to help you out. Thanks for tuning in, folks.